That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Hey guys, we're just going to jump right into it. We got Oscar Gracie here because so many of you requested Oscar to come on and break down Taylor Swift's Midnight's album. Uh, we were just talking before getting, um, you know, hitting record about all the different breakdowns we've done with Oscar. We did skip Evermore, and that's because Evermore is the my least favorite Taylor album wow. of all time. Oh, really? Um, is that a collective yes? Is that a collective no. yes? Not for me. I think no. Folklore and Evermore are some of her best art, like the be- some of the best art she's put I'm out. I'm not the world. bringing folklore into this. <laughs> folklore is fantastic. No, I'm saying that sound, I didn't like, like that sound in general. It's, it's hard. Okay, I, but I, I, like just, I listen to yeah. Evermore maybe the least, but I, it's not my Same. least favorite, if that makes sense. Which, well, do you feel like our least favorites are now becoming like. Well, the original Taylor Swift and album and such, because they're just, a, it's basically like a totally different artist. By default, I feel like, yeah. And lyric, like, lyrically, she's come such a long way too. Um, yeah. But I feel like Taylor Swift, Taylor's version is going to really, like, remind the girls why she was, like, the hot country girl on the scene at just 16 years old. Our mm-hmm. song, Still a Banger. So I think oh once that comes out, it's going to, like, really reignite me on that album. Yeah, everyone's gonna right. I most resonate. I said this when we did the breakdown for folklore with Country Taylor, and that's why I loved Betty the most on that song. And so I love what she's doing now. I love that her and Jack Antonoff are collaborating. I think they're great collaborators. They always collaborate. This is the how many zillion times? Oscar? Yeah, how many? Since nineteen eighty nine, because he did Out yeah. of the Woods. Wow. I was going to say 1980. I don't think she has come out with a pop album that has been as good as 1989. I think Midnight's rivals think, it, to be honest. Do you really? Okay, so I, I don't. Do. I love Midnight's. I think lyrics are incredible, but it's very cohesive, like an Ariana Grande album where a lot of the songs sound similar to me. And I. I don't feel like there's one song on there that I'm like, this is the banger. Like, I love Antihero. I love High Infidelity. And, like, I love those songs. But there's no, like, Shake It Off or Blank Space sort of big commercial. I think Bejeweled is Blank Space. Bejeweled? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, maybe even Karma. I want to preface what Naz is saying by you have only listened to it a time or two, right? Yeah, I haven't listened to it more than once. Because I feel like every album sounds like that until you start listening to it multiple times. Yeah, you're not wrong about that. Oscar, how many times have you listened to it now? Oh my god, so many. My problem is that I I hyper fixate on one song at a time. So like, Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. will go through a phase of listening to just one song, literally on repeat, like no exaggeration for days. Right now it's Mm -hmm. Antihero just like on repeat. So good. Um, And I can't stop. I don't know. This album, what I love about You're the problem. You're the problem. It's me. Yeah. (laughs) It's me. (laughs) Like, I love this album though, because it feels like this combination of like all her past eras Actually, you know, I came up with a theory today, and it's exclusive just for you guys, and I think it's really good. I think this album is, especially with the tour, like, celebrating her eras. It's like, you know, all the songs are from different parts of her life, like, as an adult reflecting on her different relationships and the things that inspired the past albums. So I feel like this album is kind of like a combination of all the things that we loved about her other albums. Um, and she's mm-hmm. kind of, like, repurposing it into, like, this current sound 
in the style that she's at right now. So I think that's why I really, really love it. Because there's a little bit of reputation. There's a little bit of folklore mm-hmm. evermore. There's a little bit of speak now. Um, and it's all there, lyrically. Yeah. I love that you is. say it's that because vigilante shit does is very reputation as. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. It is a culmination. Yeah. Shall we dive in? My and my initial, let me just say my initial takeaway was that this was sounding like it was written during the reputation era. Um, but then she didn't want to continue the reputation era with the next album. Um, that these may have been like leftovers. Um, not not so much leftovers, but like ideas that she just fully formed and then i said this to my friend who is a total taylor swift expert and she was like no it's a little bit of every album each song kind of symbolizes every album all together which is why it's called eras yeah that's literally exactly what i was thinking too and i think that like I'm sure in the re-recording process, it brings back, like, the feelings or just, like, having to relive, like, the memories of what inspired these songs. Yeah. Makes you, like, look back at, like, those experiences as an adult and be like, oh, actually, that was really messed up that this person did this to me. And it kind of, like, re-puts you in that situation and makes you look at it differently, which... I think that's why I love it so much because it's like it's it's like literally us growing up with her, but then also like we're looking back at how we related to like should have said no, like white horse, like all these things. Like mm-hmm, wow, like mm-hmm. what the hell was I going through at fifteen? You know, right? It's so true. Yeah, and you look back and you're like, you're always looking at everything. You can never look at the past through that exact moment. You can only look at it through the lens of everything you've learned now. You can't unlearn anything. True. Like so if you're thinking of like getaway car, like she, if you're thinking of getaway car and she's like probably learned so much and reflected on the entire like relationship of, in getaway car that she may have made a song on this album that we may get to regarding her thoughts on getaway car now as a what 33 year old or something. Yeah. So yeah, you got to change it up. So um, okay. So do you want to go on, do you want to go up song to song? Well, Oscar, should we just go with like what you're resonating with the most and what you, or would you like to do every song? You're our expert. What's better? I think it's more organized. It goes song by song. And if we don't have like a lot of thoughts, we can just like, just yeah. skip. Yeah. Okay. okay. Perfect. Okay. Lavender Haze, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, and Oscar, maybe describe why you think she picked this first, because we all know Taylor is very particular with the order of yeah. her songs this and what one? she decides to open and her like, albums with little details of like what means what if it does mean anything yeah i think this one it kind of reminds me almost like a state of grace kind of it's like it's Mm -hmm. really ethereal and i think it kind of Mm -hmm. encapsulates the album really because it's like well you know she loves color like she sees everything in color and i feel like this really encapsulates like where she's at right now in her life as far as like she's kind of at peace Mm -hmm. with knowing that people are gonna write articles about her and that if she walks if she like makes some kind of appearance with uh, Joe Alwyn, like it's going to be written about and people are going to speculate it. So I feel like she's like at peace with that almost. Like she just knows that's part of the job now, but she, mm-hmm. she's not going to like let it get to her anymore. And I think like it's important to remember that she was such like a PR, like people pleaser. Like she loved positive press um, and she hated being like associated with a negative headline. But when you get to the bridge and she's like, get it off your chest, but get it off my desk. Like she's not even going to like look mm-hmm. at it anymore. Like, she doesn't even want her team to, like, bring that stuff to her. Like, she doesn't even want to see it. Um, which I think is, like, it's showing, like, how grown she is. That she doesn't care about that stuff anymore. I love that reflection because when you reach Taylor Swift's level of fame, anyone's level of fame, even if you're, like, an influencer or whatever, you have to come to a point where you're either going to battle that every day and actually mm-hmm. care what everyone's saying and even through all her documentaries like taylor's always been someone who really cared what everyone was saying i mean that's why reputation was what it was yeah and so i i love that that's like what she started this album with so what is the lavender haze to her i it is like for sure just like her relationship with joe like being in it and like having someone just like accept her for who she actually is not like an idea or, like, what someone expected her to be. Like, if you think about, like, All Too Well, like, the 10-minute version, Taylor's version, where she has that one, mm-hmm. like, line that said um, that Jake or that Jake kind of thought she was just, like, a kind of, like, a sparkly jewel mm-hmm. um, yeah. to, like, reflect reflect him. But 
she's now like being in a relationship with someone who like is it's not like that at all like she he's just willing to like fully accept her and the fact that she's like kind of like high off of it you know and that still like all these years later i think like six years later she's still like in the middle of it you know yeah every time i listen to her albums i'm like how does she still think of joe in this sexy no she wants to ravish him (laughs) still (laughs) i know i stop that's so sad to me i'm sorry sorry. she is you know that would be fast i would kill to sit down and do an interview with her because i would do a real interview i wouldn't do a taylor swift fan interview where i'd be like where are the smoke and mirrors barbara walter style like as a human you know, like you are the romantic of our generation. Are you at sometimes bored around Joe? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, and just yeah, you have to yeah. pull from yeah. memory to create these songs. It's kind of like how John I'm Mayer. I'm wondering if a lot of it's pulled from memory. John Mayer literally would date people, according to Jessica Simpson's memoir, and like then break up with them in order to feel things to write songs about it. So it's like mm-hmm. a method actor. Well, I think I. I think I've said this on uh, maybe one of our podcasts, one of our Taylor podcasts, that you can go through the history of time when music artists are single, often their music is better. And then once they stabilize, it gets bland and they just can't get their rhythm again, like literally and figuratively. And I think Justin Timberlake is a really good, uh, you know, um, example of that. True. Because think about like the last time he had Although like a Mirror real was hit. good and Mirror was obviously about Jessica Biel. And that was Mirror his last was up. a, but you know what that was about? Mirrors was about him get trying to get her back and the way that he felt about her when they did take a break. Oh, okay. Well, so, okay, then that makes a lot of sense. Okay. Okay. Anyway, this is not a Justin Timberlake podcast. We can go back. No, but to actually, this, but like, it's what's so interesting is that Taylor, yeah. while in a serious relationship for so long, has been able to even um, amplify the quality. Yes, of her and body. a testament to her journaling, maybe, and like her ability yeah. to write yeah. and reflect back and put herself back in something yeah, in the past. Totally. Because Oprah asked yeah. Adele the same question after Adele's mm-hmm. concert came out at the remember that concert special yeah and she's like you're yeah. happy now you're mm-hmm. in a relationship like is what's the music gonna sound like you know it is scary as an artist so yeah taylor's so good at that john mayer may be honest with me all right so now we're on a maroon <laughs> and i just cannot believe how many like lyrics are in this like there's so so many words to read it's like a fucking novel for me oh, i know and i feel like if I don't memorize a song, a Taylor song within one week, like every word is just coming out, I feel so defeated. I feel like I'm a terrible person. I feel like a failure, but they're so hard. So this this song is so many lyrics, I just feel terrible. Um, okay, Oscar, what do you have to say about Maroon? Again, I, I love that it's like right after Lavender Haze, because again, it's like color, right? And so it's kind of like the, mm-hmm. like almost, obviously like Lavender is kind of a mix of like blue and red. And I know she thought about this stuff too, because she's sick. Um, so it's like, lavender, you have like the mix of both, right? And then you going back to like maroon, it's like a deeper mm-hmm. red. So that's how she's like, she's seeing the relationship. I honestly think again, is I could be wrong, but I honestly get like Joe Alwyn vibes, like for, um, those moments where like she doubted like the relationship or got insecure about it. Um, and like the distance between the relationship. Um, but still like, because she says I was the one dancing with you in New York. Whenever I hear New York, I think it's yeah. Joe um yeah me too um and because even like on lover and reputation there was like the love songs in those albums there was like times where she got like insecure and like pushed him away because she like wasn't ready for it um so like when she talks about like and also i think the biggest giveaway is like um the wine stain like how many times like every time she talked about joe there's always wine involved there's wine falling everywhere yeah Yeah. it's like a drunk mellow dream maroon's one of my favorites i just wanted to say that i really like the way maroon sounds me too absolutely love it it's also one of my favorites yeah so my friend said that the theory is that red the album um the song was that's like a precursor to maroon this is maroon is her version not necessarily completely pertaining to joe but looking back on the relationship that red was about which may supposedly be about jake and mm. this is her looking at it through adult eyes love that i like that too that makes sense. Mm-hmm. i'm just looking at the lyrics here because now it's like more of like a bruise. Like it doesn't, she doesn't look at it as like red and shiny and like lovey. And now she's like, oh, that was like way darker than I thought it was as a kid. Yeah. It, it seems very dark, like shaking and 
hazy and sobbing and hollowed eyes like like really really sad terrible breakup yeah. i love when yeah. uh, that could definitely be about jake or john true. i love when she says the word scarlet in it Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just always feel like there's like this witchiness sort of, you know, like revenge, like yeah. pitchfork, like, am I wrong for feeling this way kind of sentiment? And I, I don't know. I always think of the scarlet letter whenever she's scarlet. This yeah. is my own. I, yeah. I like, I like, I like the different, you know, uses of color again yeah. and all the blood, scarlet, maroon, mm-hmm. wine, everything. So she's got it all going on in here. Okay. Love, love this it. Song. What's after maroon? Um, what is anti hero? Okay, That's so anti-hero. go off, Oscar. So, are Gracie. we like annoyed that anti hero is going to be like it's just like the thing, like everybody, like I'm um, the problem, I'm um, the problem. Like it's just like a social social media thing. Like I love it and I hate it at the I same time. I, hate it. I love the song so, so much. much, but now people are you hate no, it? No, I hate. I love the song. I hate when yeah when same. Taylor releases an album. There's always lyrics and it's everyone's caption everyone's making this yeah. everyone's saying the sound and i'm like we are imbeciles as a species and i'm sorry <laughs> that's just how i feel exactly. i don't care if you did it i think if it brought you joy then that's what you, that was correct for you it is triggering for me for sure <laughs> i wanted to do it like the second time the first moment i heard the song i was like oh fuck yeah perfect with, like tiktok stuff ideas. and then everybody had the same idea and i was like i guess i won't be using i that. also go to therapy be- for everyone in life that doesn't go to therapy so I'm like, yes, welcome, welcome to uh, consciousness where, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, you yeah. are the problem. Start taking responsibility yeah. for all the issues <laughs> in your life. <laughs> we have known this. Please, people need to know that. Um, but the question, but first and foremost, what is altruism? Isn't that like um, good stuff that you, like the good things that you do? It's the belief oh, okay. that, or practice of disinterested and selfless concern for the yeah, well-being of others. Same selfless concern for the well-being yes okay so the line is did you hear my covert narcissism i disguise as altruism which is the hardest line to sing of all time (laughs) like some kind of (laughs) um it's like basically like stop caring about everyone else do you think that she's calling herself a self a narcissist who's trying to conceal it by saying that like her goodness is is it her or is she talking about a lot of other people? I think probably, probably. a mix of both, right? Like yeah. it's kind of like I think there's like a, it's kind of like a normal thing to like want to be like a good person and like put yourself on a pedestal. Yeah, like I'm a good person. Kind of like it's kind of like the negative side of karma that karma is like a really like boastful song like look how good of a person i am like it's so fun but then it's like that this song is like all about the inner demon so it's kind of like maybe i'm not like that good of a person maybe i'm like telling myself i am and that i do all this good stuff but really it's just because like i'm obsessed with like public image yeah i have so many thoughts on just this this song is so genius because in anti-hero is like a batman or a black adam it's someone who is doing something that they believe is right to bring justice to something, but maybe in a manner that other people disagree with. Like Batman like kills people, but he's a superhero, you know? Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, it's to save this. And I believe we are all, everyone says we're the main character of our own life. And I think through this song, Taylor's saying we're all anti-heroes where we we all think we're doing stuff. Like everyone's pretty much self-serving and that's the way that it should be. And she's yeah. sort of calling herself out, you know, by saying, like, I disguise it as altruism. And, um, it's, yeah, it, it's a genius. Like, I love, like, the random kind of, like, daughter-in-law kills me for the money. Like, it's such a random, yeah. um, is it a bridge? I don't know. Maybe bridge. And it's so random, but it's, like, my favorite part of the song. It's amazing. She's laughing at, up at us from hell. It's so funny. It's, like, just saying that she's going to be doing these sneaky little things always, like, putting in these little phrases just to like kind of dig at people and i, and I love it yeah, yeah. And, and the line i'll stare directly at the sun yes. but never in the mirror in the is mirror. iconic yeah. like that's the line so everyone good. should be saying not on the yeah. problem it's me because it's like look yeah. in the mirror <laughs> yeah. we're willing to look at everyone else we're that's willing so to funny. get blind and literally do the worst thing which is stare at the sun except first look at within yourself in any situation and be like well how, where am i wrong in this you know uh-huh. We're all taking different parts of the song and resonating with them differently. Like, that's Lauren's part. Like, that's your part. My part is the, like, um, 
the sexy baby and then she's just like a monster crawling onto her town and it's just like i think that for me it's like there's always like an influx of new bachelor people right but for mm. some reason like i just like i'm st- i'm still here am i accepted still am i accepted it's like probably zombie. just me me and jared going to paradise with all the sexy babies <laughs> that's funny Ashley. whenever i do whenever i hear the sexy baby like people think it's so funny because like what the fuck is a sexy baby you know it's a sexy baby it's like a tiktok star that's oh what i is. oh is it i think of um mean yeah. girls when she's like you smell like a baby prostitute (laughs) yeah okay so sexy babies love it um all right well we should move on to the next song we have so many Uh, to go over and we're doing are we we're we're covering 3 a.m version yes oh we have to there's so many in there yeah that's the only version i know okay there's so many okay snow on the beach do we need to talk about this or no i think yes absolutely yeah yeah. Uh, most notably because uh just the cursing has never been more evident yeah <laughs> than it is on this mm-hmm. album so purposeful and i mean this one also like again it's like such an obvious like joe song and it is it's mm-hmm. kind of similar to like folk folklore evermore vibes like the way that she talks about him um, 100%. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. like uh long story short and like gold rush just has like those kind of vibes um, yes mm-hmm. i and i my favorite part though is like i knew the second that she said featuring lana del rey i knew what we were in for but people were so excited to hear lana and taylor on a song but i knew every time she has a female artist on a song besides like phoebe bridgers i guess it's gonna be mm-hmm. like background vocals since fearless with yeah. colby calais like it's literally mm-hmm. always been that um mm-hmm. so it was really funny seeing people like be really upset about it like <laughs> and i'm like i wish we could hear lana at all it's like well <laughs> It's Taylor's album. To be honest, though, I kind of agree. Like, it's like if you're going to feature someone, like, I always think, like, you know how rap artists, they're so good at this. It's like everyone has their own verse. Yeah. Like, that's what I want a feature to be. Like, Justin Bieber singing Despacito and then having, you know what I mean? Like, the other parts of the song. I guess she'll only do that with guys. And they don't sound drastically different honestly so i feel like it may be in there but honestly her voice is unbelievable though i thought because it was lana too that there was a chance like she would sing a little bit more on it and i kind of wish she did i wish she had like her own little or maybe like at the bridge had her own thing um Mm -hmm. like just like an ooh or an ah but besides lana being on here this is just kind of a romantic song for joe you think oh yeah 100 percent. like just having something um it really it reminds me so much of like uh long story short like rare is a glimmer of a comet in the sky like it kind of has that vibe of like just like having this uh like happenstance this like kind of like mm-hmm. like, like miracle from nature kind of vibes which is how she yeah. sees it which is really sweet like that is the way to like describe yeah. a relationship you know like so true. it's so sweet it's weird but fucking beautiful yeah which is why yeah. i love yeah. <laughs> i love this song because taylor's t- one thing she's a master at is imagery and like if you listen to this in your car it's like of mm-hmm. course i was like picturing her and it's snowing on a beach and um but yeah before you book any lunch or dinner you go over the list of reviews right you look at pictures and all that so why don't you do the same thing when you're looking at a, looking for a doctor's appointment it's like so silly with doc with zoc doc which is something that we love so much and we've talked about here on the podcast you can see real verified patient reviews and help find the right doctor in your network in your neighborhood because finding a doctor honestly is more important than finding the right eggs benedict even though you know here food is very important (laughs) it is but for me what's most important to for me is ease of booking because my calendar is literally like trying to figure out battleship um it's insane and when you're trying to do that with a doctor because typically i feel like when you see a doctor sometimes most of the time it's like a timely sort of thing you're like i need to go in and see a doctor and so the fact that you can like look at your calendar and conveniently book an appointment with a doctor that suits your needs fits your schedule is in your network in your neighborhood is easy like it's literally this is a no-brainer if you don't know what zocdoc is it's a free app that shows you doctors who are patient reviewed take your insurance and are available when you need them so you go to zocdoc.com that is z-o-c 
doc.com slash get it and you can download the ZocDoc app for free then start your search for a top rated doctor today many available within 24 hours that's ZocDoc Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash get it ZocDoc.com slash get it I wanted to ask Oscar a quick question before I forget where uh-huh. is Zoe Kravitz in this album because oh, she was Wait, in a what? picture yeah she wrote saying, a couple's uh, I know she did Karma. She co-wrote Karma. I think Lavender Haze and one more. Whoa. Like lyrically? Yeah. No oh, okay. She wow. Yeah, she co-wrote. I had no idea. What an interesting pairing. Yeah. I know. It's kind of cool. I feel like this album, she was like chill about it because she just had like, I think whoever she was like hanging out with, she was like, you want to like work on a song? <laughs> you know? But it's not well, even who she's hanging out with. I think she's very particular now since reputation and remember like bad mm-hmm. and all that. And then she's like friends with some people and not. She is very particular with who she surrounds herself with. And if you think about it, Lana and Zoe represent like the hottest, coolest, chillest people in pop culture. Totally. Yes. Like the most non tryhards, just absolutely yeah. cool people. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so the next song is You're On Your Own Kid. And this I probably maybe have listened to once or twice. I don't know why it doesn't resonate with me. I also am looking at the, the all the track na- names and I'm like, um, this one, I don't really know what it's about. Oh, I love this song. I like it. I'm I like sorry, it. Sorry, Oscar, to disappoint it. you. No, I like it. I like it. But just like, is there something to really break down this, here? I feel like this yeah, song, so. yeah, this one is like, well, it's a track five. So I, obviously like it means a lot to her and then i think like this Wait, one what <laughs> why track five mean track a lot. five on every album is track always five mean like the yeah the, the song, like um white horse Dear delicate John, delicate right? was delicate yeah. five yeah. yeah all too well yeah was so five. she always puts like the um like her most emotional or like personal song is track five um so, huh. and this one, it kind of reminds me of, like, The Archer from Lover, where it's, like, Lover. it's sad because it's, like, so introspective. Like, the like how I relate to it is that, like, heartbreak from, like, a guy is one thing, but it's, like, another thing to kind of break your own heart. And it's kind mm-hmm. of, like, she's looking at all the times, like, she broke her, but she was, like, too hard on herself. And, like, mm-hmm. she, it's, like, her looking back at all her past, like, younger selves and telling her, like, it's going to be okay. So, like, the beginning of the song is, like, um, it's, like, that first album, right? It's, like, Teardrops on My Guitar, where she, um, like, put everything, like, in a guy, and she hated everything, but she thought, as long as this one guy likes me, like, I'll be okay. And it turns out, like, she, that he didn't like her back, and she thought her world was over. And then she started her music career, um, and, like, that second verse, she talks about, like, uh, singing in the parking lot, um, and how, like, she wanted to run away from her town, like, make uh, music her thing but then she once she started making it like she looked around and saw everyone with better bodies that had like the same dream as her and she mm-hmm. realized okay like maybe I'm not special like everyone wants what I want you know mm-hmm. um and then it kind of like escalates to all the like the lessons she's learned as she like went into adulthood um and it all like builds up to, like that bridge and the bridge goes off like crazy um where it like I looked around in a blood soaked gown and uh saw mm-hmm. something that they can't take away. So it's like mm-hmm. kind of like all that reputation stuff. And mm-hmm. God only knows like what else she might have mm-hmm. like gone through other stuff too. But it's like now mm-hmm. she like has Joe, she like knows who she is as an artist. She's really confident, obviously like in her art and that she can sell mm-hmm. and that I think she she's not boastful about it, but she knows that she's like the best like artist now. So yeah. It, it literally tells like her whole story like as an artist um, yeah i like it yeah. i see it i also want i it's almost like adele too where like adele's last album 30 was very much about like her going to therapy and like you know being like i'm 30 now and this is how i feel and like i was singing about this stuff like the same thing we're saying with taylor mm-hmm. and i love it because at the end of the day you have to taylor has to like hold herself and like you have to be whole on your own like she couldn't let joe love her if she wasn't loving herself yeah and so she finally loves herself knows she's a bad bitch and like she's on her own i think she's on her own kid i love b i love um midnight a lot the next track um, midnight rain what's it about 
Yeah, Midnight so Rain. Good. Midnight Rain. I just like the cool vibe to it. I like that weird man's voice. Ah. <laughs> Who is the weird man? I think it's just her. No, I'm sure it's just a toned down yeah, version. I think it's just like a vocoder. Yeah. No. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about? I can't yeah. even wait. I can't even um, like listen <laughs> to this. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's her pitch yeah, down. We should, though. Really? Should. Yeah. Change like that part. That's her. yeah. I thought that was like, dude. Stop. Uh, Thanks for the revelation. You're welcome. That is so um, funny. I love her mind. line. My boy was a montage. <laughs> yeah, slow motion. God, these lyrics. The lyrics of Midnight Rain are one of the best on that. Yeah. Who is she talking about? My the. I could definitely be wrong. My theory is um, Taylor Lautner because of how. Um, Wait, that's so weird. Really? You said that because I oh, thought yeah. that too, and I was like, it can't be Taylor Lautner. Come on sense. now. <laughs> I thought that she had no attachment to I him because, like we said, like she's going back to like looking back at all of the past stuff, and she had someone who was like, yeah. that's like the one guy she's saying about where she uh, like broke his heart. And mm-hmm. I think the big yeah. line to me, I mean, besides like that overall like vibe of like being the one to break something off, but like mm-hmm. making my own name, I feel like that's like a, sh- a double entendre almost. Oh, like. yes, Taylor, yeah. like oh. making my own. God, Oscar, this is why we love you. That's yes. Not, yeah, yes. that's the first thing I thought of. <laughs> facts. I mean, um, not facts. Theories. So, I'm like <laughs> so excited to hear that you also think it's about Taylor. I thought it was crazy. Yes. I like, because I don't like, I cut that one to my, I keep the theories to myself because there's so many now and like people are so like aggro about it. So I'm just like, uh-huh. you know, <laughs> so I didn't tweet about it because Twitter is like wild, but that like the first time I listened to it. Doesn't every person have that person in their life that like you wish that you could have had great, like yeah. great love yeah. with, but like you just never felt that way about them. You were like, oh, they had this and they had that. And it was like, there was like chemistry but there wasn't enough attraction mm-hmm. there's like something yeah. right mm-hmm. and I, I think that's taylor you literally but well, i mean taylor is adorable in yeah. every single and way this like, is totally you know. him now that now i'm looking at the lyrics again it's just totally him and she never thinks of him unless it's midnight's like this he, like the, he never thinks time. of her except when and, she's on tv like, yeah. yeah and he has like that now. Light. yeah he has like the he, and he's got his own taylor now yeah. he's got another taylor yeah and i love when she says except on midnights like this i love the name of the album i think this is my favorite name of an album she's ever had red and i like fearless but like midnights is so cool because it symbolizes so much like when you're up at night thinking about things at midnight or things feel a little deeper or more emotional at that time Uh but i actually what you were saying like i love my favorite taylor songs are the ones when they're about that like if only this was different you know Mm -hmm. or in another lifetime kind of sentiment yeah yeah okay so question is the next song and and this one of my favorite stuff is about not about carly (laughs) claus it's not there's no way it's not what do you mean oh there's no way it's not okay so we're starting off oscar take it over i was gonna say we're starting off literally good girl sad boy i think she's talking about carly and sad boy would be maddie healy because her she kissed her at a Manny Healy concert or a 1975 concert. Big city. He was in New York. Wrong choices. They were all drunk. And then I just, it keeps going on and on and on. And there is no way it's not. So Oscar, what do you think? See, my, I have like a Haler agenda. Like Haler was a very important time in my life because like Taylor is like my sister and Harry was my crush at the time. So for me, it's like, I can't date Harry Styles, but Taylor mm. is and by proxy like that's my sister so i kind of am in the relationship almost like i play a part uh-huh. in it so that's how i viewed it because i knew it wasn't like a girl who had a chance with him you know so i loved Taylor. like the photos of them like at the central park zoo i can i can mm-hmm. just think of it right now like you don't i, I could see it she yeah. was wearing a dress right no she was wearing the sweater the fox sweater oh, fox. <laughs> hair and a ponytail no, yeah um so to me, I, I instantly thought of Harry Styles because um, the have you ever kissed somebody in a crowded room? And there's like yeah. video in New York, but also it begins with I remember, which is how um, which is similar to Out of the Woods. And Out of the okay, Woods but... was about Harry Styles, like so specifically. 
because um, it is like it's really odd like how like similar like um uh I, the i remembers are like i feel like that has to be on purpose but i huh. do now that you said the carly okay. Claw, I, I could see that although i'm not a, a gayler like i personally am not a gayler mm-hmm. but i could see it and I, su- I could see it i don't think it's necessarily true but like it's just very obvious to me that it could be her but it's maybe because i only i went into it thinking about them you know but if i went into it thinking about harry styles then i could totally yeah. see that too yeah yeah it's all perception it's this all is perception. my yeah. favorite song on the album yeah i think this is one it's of my, one of my is that crazy yeah i love the line like i remember when you know when you first hear it and you're not fully into the all the lyrics you're just like okay i want to see how this sounds or yep. and when she said, have you ever kissed someone in, you know, the middle of a crowded room? I was like, oh, that line is just so good. It's so Taylor. I love this song so much. By the way. So what I need to, can we like, okay, karma and vigilante shit. Can we put them together right now? Because I almost feel like they're like the same theme. Yes, put them together. Okay. Vigilante, obviously, it's like just so obvious. It's still about like the reputation stuff. Kim, Kanye, mostly Kanye at this point. She can't get over doing it. She just loves it. I think also with that's the thing too is like it could also be Scooter Braun because he also got a divorce. Oh yeah, that's which right. I think is funny. The fact that <laughs> she, that's my mother right there because she's like uh, like making fun of like the wife leaving him. Just Scooter Braun and Kanye both got divorces like around the same time. Um, so I, and I feel like maybe more so Scooter Braun, I feel like she wouldn't talk to Kim, but I feel like maybe she would talk to Scooter's ex-wife. I wish that she would talk to Kim, guys. This is my dream. This is my celebrity couple dream or friendship that could emerge because Kanye's out of the picture is a reconciliation between Kim. I think we'll see it if Katie and and them taking over and being like, fuck you, Kanye. I think Katie, if Katie and Taylor can come together. I think there's hope. Yeah. Katie oh. Perry. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This was worse. All I have that. to say about these songs are they're my least favorite. I don't like anything that sounds like reputation. Really? Reputation yeah. is my least favorite album. Uh, I don't no, no, resonate. No. It's uh, like, I think of Taylor as a director, that's... you know how there's like movie directors and sometimes they direct different things. The most I resonate with Taylor when she's like country and lovey and this guy and stuff. When she's talking about other things, it's great. It's just not for me. Like I don't care as much and I don't mm-hmm. love the sound as much from her. I love Oscar and I love the vengeful shit. I know. You guys are just like bad little bitches. Yeah, you love vengeful Taylor. I don't I don't like it. Can I just say like when the out when the song starts and she's like, draw a cat eye sharp enough to kill a man or whatever yeah, the fuck it like, is? Yeah. Um yeah. I feel almost secondhand embarrassment because it's kind of embarrassing. I don't know. Lauren and I feel the same thing. Like, it's, like, cringe because I think Taylor at her core just isn't. Because she's not that. Yeah. Or or our perception of her. I don't know her. I I think I am that. Like, I am not. Like, at my core, I am not really like that at all. But sometimes I, like, want to be. You know, like, sometimes mm-hmm. I, that's how I imagine. That's it. why Oscar and I <laughs> love this. Because we feel Taylor's awkwardness. Because, like, we are like her. We're just like, ah, I just, this would never naturally come out of me. So let my alter ego yeah. take yeah. forward. Yeah, which, yeah. it'll never come out coolly. Yeah, and Lauren and I are like, it's an alter ego. Like, just to say just you hate chill, someone. Man. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, like, stick to loving and, yeah, I don't know. No, she could yeah, do whatever I mean, she I, wants. I would never tell her yeah, to stick to anything. Yeah, she could do it. Um, I mean, I did see that this is just basically all about Kim. And that's karma definitely is more so, I feel like, about Kim. So Bejeweled, because you guys love that one. I have nothing to say about Bejeweled, really. It doesn't strike me, but I think a lot of people like it. Oh, um, it, I resonate with every single lyric. Um, basically, when you're in a relationship for so long... And you've kind of lost, like, you kind of feel like, oh, am I hot anymore? Am I, like, I'm so stagnant? Oh, this is why I don't really 
exactly it's like i can still this is the lame song lauren this is so this is our lizzie moore ashley lauren group song where it's truly about like oh my god did i lose my sparkle did i lose everything that's ever made me interesting if i go to a concert am i going to feel like the hot girl again but then you literally like like when we went to that wedding in new york and i put on my black dress and i felt really good and i felt like oh my god i can still pull this off if i want to and yeah. like you kind of have that confidence put back in you and, and i just i was like i feel every fucking word and there was one that was like wait hold on oh wait sorry i'm on karma hold oh on. yeah I, I and when to... i meet the band they ask do you have a man and i can That's still it. say i don't yeah. remember yeah this yeah. is why i don't i don't resonate i'm, I'm single yeah it's like yeah. i don't remember but like the the band wants to know blah 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 you know so <laughs> I'm like no yeah, girl I, I never had a man and also it's fun <laughs> like it sounds out. good it sounds good. It's yeah. fun. I feel every lyric. It's amazing. Same. Yeah. Love, love, love. Um, okay. So Mastermind, of course. Wait, I love sorry, Mastermind Oscar. Did you have anything I... to say about Bejeweled? Literally same. It's, I, okay. the only thing I have to say is that it's laced with something because I cannot, it's like so addictive and it gives me a high. Um, gives me such a high. I like roll the windows yeah. down and I'm like, oh. <laughs> like I'm still with you. Best believe I'm so not bejeweled. trash. Yeah. <laughs> That was the song that when I was listening to the for the first time, I was like, oh, yeah, fuck it. yeah, this yeah, is it. Is it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Okay, so maybe you're someone who listens to Taylor's music to get through something that's really hard, right? Mm. And it is definite listening to albums and knowing that there are other people out there that relate to you is for sure a form of therapy for me. But it doesn't replace real therapy (laughs) and real looking within yourself, kind of like Taylor reflects on in her song, You're on Your Own Kid. I really feel like that's true. Like we are on our own and it's up to us to make sure that we love ourselves and we feel full. And life just doesn't come with the user manual. So when it's not working out for you, sometimes you feel stuck. And I think it's important to take your brain and your mental health to the doctor as much as it's important to take your physical body to the doctor. So... If you've never done therapy, I highly recommend BetterHelp. Or if you're looking for a therapist because you're not happy with yours, you want to try it out. Um, It's this huge, it's like the world's largest therapy service. They've matched 3 million people professionally. um, They've matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists. And they are available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Uh, And then, Ashley, tell them the only thing they have to do. Oh, it's the easiest thing. So... You just fill out this brief questionnaire and it's going to match you with a therapist. And again, if things aren't clicking with that therapist, you can easily switch to a new therapist at any time. Couldn't be more simple. Don't worry. No feelings are going to get hurt. No waiting rooms, no traffic, and no endless searching for the right therapist. And now you can save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash get it. That is betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash get it. Everyone, get out, get out your notes. We're going to be skipping a couple songs. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Ashley. Mastermind. Um, who is mastermind about manifesting? Which guy? I think... Is it I Joe? I think Joe. Yeah. yeah. I think Al, all in, right? There's yeah. multiple Joes in her life. That's true, yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. We've skipped over Joe Jonas. They're just friends yeah. now. She feels silly. <laughs> it, mean, it doesn't She's mean a song can't be about them, you know? <laughs> But I think that it's, especially with the way that her and Joe got together when it was like kind of like that complicated time of Calvin, Tom Hiddleston, you know, Joe, mm-hmm. um, it kind of makes sense. But also I think she's um, having fun with the like Easter egg things and all like the stands going crazy with like the theories and stuff. Like, I think she's also playing into that a bit too. Um, I think it's like a little bit she's bragging to about joe she's bragging to us like she'd be she'd be planning stuff okay well then i'm looking at the track list and i skip over great war the great world that is my least favorite song on the album what great what? war is such the an incredible oh, yeah. piece of music oh, good. wait yeah. i'm so sorry really oscar talk about the great war Oh, I love it. Okay, I, first of all, I know that there's like a big historical thing about like the World War One, and like there's she makes a lot of like historical references. Listen, I'm not a historian, so I can't give you any of that. But the whole thing about I think the the freaking lyrics where she talks about like um, the uh, 
her bruises being violet like the way that she describes that it's so good like the whole idea of like this kind of conflict between her probably about joe um being like a war and like going back to like head to head like not having that peace and what she talks about um maybe about like maybe it was like the insecurities thinking that he was like flirting with someone else and like uh there was like no way that they can make peace because she had that like insecurity oh i love it and then it goes into the bridge where she talks about where she just like makes peace with it and like they lay the weapons down and her relationship was better because of it that's amazing mm-hmm. to me it was so good uh-huh. Yeah, it's really because it's like, it's, I need a fucking history book for this song. I swear, but it's incredible how she's able to weave things like that into her That's, own love yes. story. It's it's a, they're, they're allegories, which is why yes. it's like a marvel, even if you don't enjoy the song, to like look at. You know, I'll have to go back and re-listen yeah. to it. I feel like I'm missing out on greatness yeah. here, um, pun intended. The two songs that, while looking at the track list, I'm really m- most excited to talk about is bigger than the whole sky and high oh, infidelity. High infidelity. Uh, so bigger than the whole sky. Uh, this feels so nostalgic to me. It's like ice is very visual and I've got to know what, what's it about. <laughs> it's a, this song is like, it's so sad. I listened to this song the least just because it's so sad. It's sad. It's so yeah. sad. Um, uh, Melancholy. Yeah and melancholy for the fuck i said it lauren i said melancholy okay okay <laughs> i said it for the correct you i know well actually we're gonna replay life. we're gonna replay melancholy <laughs> go ahead um, guys like there's a lot of articles mm. those about how it's like a song about miscarriage which like it like oh. i couldn't I it makes me too sad. Really sad. I know. And it's like, yeah. I couldn't, like, I don't even, like, I couldn't even, like, speculate about that because it's, like, so personal. But mm-hmm. I feel like, which I do understand, like, that. Oh, my gosh. I understand, like, that, like, uh, analysis of the song for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like, it could, mm-hmm. if it is about that, like, it doesn't have to be her. It could be, like, her, like, a friend. Yeah. yeah. Those because yeah. there's, like, a lot of songs that she like right. all I would speak now was like written from where she talked to someone and got inspired by someone else's life. Um, but I think that makes sense though, for like the lyrics and Never yeah, it's like, me. it's just, I w- remember this song she sang to her mom. Been. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. I, it's this. Yeah. That's always that song where I listen to it and I'm like, yeah, yeah. This is too yeah. Oh, you'll get better. One, like, um, high infidelity is also, I love it just as much as question. Yeah. And yeah. I think those are my Ooh, favorites. Yeah. Talk about, I want to hear all Oscar's thoughts on high infidelity. Okay. I, this one too. I mean, this is kind of like the ghetto. Is this the getaway car song that you were thinking about Lauren? Correct. Yes. Yes. Okay. So yeah, it hundred percent gives me that vibes and like looking about it, uh, looking back at it differently. And I, again, I love that like Calvin Harris was like her, most public relationship and that like it's he's like the one guy that like does not get a real song like does not get a song <laughs> i so know yeah, after never true. saying that it's our longest relationship with the least amount of songs yeah it's so funny yeah and she's like just trying to escape him in all those songs like getaway car yeah mm-hmm. like put on your headphones is like and he's a freaking dj it's <laughs> yeah. so funny i love how she looks back <laughs> But who do we think that the cheat is with? Because we always think it's with Tom. Tom Hiddleston is who we always think the cheat is with. But in this case, met October 29th. I mean, April 29th. 29th. What happened that day? Yes, we must. Oscar, <laughs> where were you? <laughs> where was Taylor? Well, isn't the Met Gala, the, what is it, the first? It's always the first Monday, Monday. in May. But But last year... It was in September. But this would have been... Yeah. Because of the pandemic. This would have been the bleach hair. So it, that does, like, align up with Tom. Like, if April, she already... Yeah, she probably met yeah. like, a pre-party or something, a hotel or something before. Can I just say that I've met Tom... I've interviewed him once, and I've met him in person mm-hmm. after that interview. And, man, do they make sense. Really? really? And I've never met Taylor, but I... I don't know. I was like, holy shit. I just being a fan of Taylor and listening to her music and then meeting this charm 
amazing, incredible, like man with this accent and that, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, oh, I could feel like the spark of them meeting and just meeting him. And I'm kind of sad they're not together. (laughs) That was my least favorite. Actually, Calvin Harris was my least favorite, but Tom was my second least favorite. That was the one that was like, I think it's because you don't know much about Tom. Oscar. I think think if you met him and you knew him, I think they actually make the most sense. He, they make more sense to me than her and Joe. But again, I don't know much about Joe. I think we're all just kind of uncomfortable with it all. Cause we were like, Calvin Harris doesn't really make sense. But then we were also kind of like, Oh, this this is a whirlwind two week romance sort of thing that we knew wasn't going to be anything. So then we didn't get time to like it really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Guys, I'm stuck on the bigger than the whole sky being about marriage. I mean, being about miscarriage. I'm like, wait, I'm so stuck. Really? My my heart is heavy. That sucks. Well, let's talk about Paris to lift your heart. Does that, that that's my least, I I take that back. (laughs) Paris is my least favorite song. It was whatever. a silly song. It's silly. It's, is it about what, Joe, though? I think so, right? Because it's yeah. like it's kind of like similar to Lavender Haze, where it's like not really caring about anything yeah. anyone's saying because like you're so and just like in the present moment with like your current relationship. The only okay. thing it's so silly. The I, I like it a lot. The one thing that gets me every like pulls me out of it is like um, sitting in the shade and not the not the kind that's thrown. I mean, sitting under where she has grown. I was like, Taylor, be serious. Like, that is <laughs> it was being really unserious when she wrote that. But I mean, <laughs> that's her. That really is her. That is You're her. Oh, um, okay, there. glitch and would have, could have, should would have, could have, should have. I love would have, could have, should have. It's like my. I'm ass. so confused why she says would have, could have, should have so much in bigger than the whole sky and then names this other song you know what it could have yeah well something weird just happened to my computer you sounded great oscar what do you think is there a connection there i don't i feel like to me it's like so uh, i don't know this one is like so obvious like jean mayer vibes and i think i also know that like how she gets when she writes is sometimes she likes the idea of a lyric mm-hmm. and then she'll just like use that. And I think especially okay. with these being like the bonus tracks, I mean, that's kind of like the vibe I get is that like, okay. he likes the phrase and then wanted to use it, you know, and then maybe and then kind of have like the two songs that used it, but then she, she put on the 3am version as like the bonus tracks. That's kind of the vibe. A bonus song. I love that. I don't know why it would be bonus. I guess, I guess it doesn't matter. Usually all the bonus ones are bops. Yeah. What yeah. do you mean? Clean was yeah. like the yeah. most iconic yeah. bonus we've ever gotten. Wasn't Clean the last song on the first, on the album? The last song on the album. There were, yeah. yeah. Clean was, it was the last, but it was an extra, right? Wasn't it no, a bonus? No. The extra was like New Romantics. Oh. Yeah. For some uh, reason, because it was at the end, I thought of it in that way, I think. But, um... I mean, it's also like like the vault songs. Like, there's a lot of really good vault songs, and she makes those singles. So I think she kind of just threw it out there. But I mean, this is like one of it doesn't really fit on the album almost. But I it kind of reminds me more like sonically of like Evermore. But it's so good. Like the lyrics are in like the way that she's insane. looking back at this um, relationship, absolutely insane. And every mm-hmm. time I listen to it, I'm always like shit, like. So she has these lines and like they're so pointed and like so visceral that yeah. like every time I listen to it, I'm like, holy crap, like this should definitely have been like on like the main like 13 because it's that good. Okay, what lyric is like specifically speaking to your soul? Um I love like um the I mean give me back my girlhood, it was mine first. Oh it's my like- god, when I was reading that, I was like reading the lyrics as I was singing, goosebumps all over my body. Holy crap, so good. And then also when she just says, in the God's honest truth, the pain was heaven. Fuck yeah, it was. The pain is heaven. Yes, the pain is often heaven. Yeah, pain <laughs> is often say, that's heaven. like That could be like the lyric of this whole podcast. The pain is heaven. <laughs> the pain yeah. was heaven. <laughs> pain was heaven. I love Very poetic, my friends. And then um, when she goes into like, when she says like, um, uh, like the tomb won't close, and then she rhymes mm-hmm. it with like the wound won't close. Yes. Oh my god. my god! Like she went off on this album, and I hope John Mayer never has a day of peace again. I was gonna say John oh Mayer wrecked her soul still to this day, but I think he was the one that made her a woman. Like he's everything changed. So many people's souls. Yeah. Like it's wild, actually. 
According to them, not according to John. But yeah. I guess, how do we differentiate Jake to John in lyrics? I think because Dear John was, like, so specific, like, don't you think 19 is too young? Mm. Um, yeah. yeah, that's, and, like, the most shade she's ever thrown at anyone. Yeah. Even over <laughs> All Too Well. Because mm-hmm. All Too Well was more, like, I just, I'm it's hurt subtle. by this. Yeah. No, um, yeah. was John Mayer and um, Jake Gyllenhaal, like, was she both 19? They she were, close. yeah, really close. Jake was afterward. Jake yeah, Jake was afterward. Yeah, I think Taylor might have been like 20. But like, cause, yeah, 2021. Yeah, because okay. Jake was right after Speak Now came out, and then Jake inspired Speak Now. Yeah. yeah. You mean Jake inspired Jake, I mean, John, John, John inspired Speak Now. Oh, John yeah. inspired, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Jake inspired Jake more John bread Hall with Harry. With now? Oh, an older woman. She's like older. Oh. Yeah. Finally. Oh, um, yeah. Oscar Shady. Okay. Last song, Dear Reader. Um, Oscar, take it away. Uh, I love this song. So it's like, it took me a second to like really understand it. Cause like the Dear Reader part is so like repetitive, but it's like the perfect yeah. way to like end this album because she's, it's like literally just like a love, it's like a love letter to like the fans. Um, and it kind of ties back into Antihero with, like, the whole, like, inner demons and, like, self-doubt thing. Like, um, she knows, like, how much people, like, look up to her and people, like, use her as, like, a role model. But she's basically saying, like, why would you take your advice from me when I'm, like, a fucking mess? Like, you really shouldn't be listening to me. Yeah. Um, Samantha Jones. It's, like, the blind leading the blind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just, like, it all, like, builds up to, like, that bridge, and it kind of feels, it almost feels like how she thought about herself, like, reputation vibes, like, kind of, like, bruised, bad, or, like, broken, like, not really, like, just questioning her self-worth, um, mm-hmm. and she talks about, like, going home alone, like, you know, she's someone who's known for writing love songs, but she was so alone, like, she had no one to go back to, like, when she was, um, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. um, so it's just like that song is just like it's like the perfect like way to end midnights, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. What do you think? That was such a beautiful breakdown. Do you guys have thoughts on your readers? <laughs> Not particularly. I don't, I don't I have many. Usually either. don't have that much time left in the car at this point when I um, get to the <laughs> end of the album. So I'm able to the song I've listened to twice. least. Yeah. My really? friend, I keep referring to my 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 cryptic friend. Um, <laughs> she thinks that she came up like the inspiration to this album was her going back and like re-recording the other albums and feeling those eras Mm. of her life so intensely that Mm. she was inspired to write separate songs about those eras what do you think do you think the re-records has has anything to do with it i love that theory and i like subscribe same that's like literally the exact same thing that i think of too because like there's no way that you could like Especially knowing the way that she, like, thinks about her music. Like, um, she said when she would perform all too well, like, even though it was years after, like, every time she performed it, she would cry for, like, a really long time. Because she, like, the way that she sings, she has to put herself back in the moment. So I think, like, doing these re-recordings and then also doing the vault songs for sure, like, it it has to put you back in, like, that state of, like, where you were at that time, you know? And it has to... there's no way you couldn't like reflect on your life when you're singing these songs that are such about such a specific like moment you know i love what you said that she cried after all too well because she is if you think about it quite literally the most vulnerable the most like hard on your sleeve like this is who i am and to share it with the world and to admit it and for Mm -hmm. people to know who she dated like it is so like bearing your soul to sing yeah. these songs, yeah, as her, I don't, I wouldn't be able to get through any of the songs. Yeah, I'm saying. so we applaud you, Taylor. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, well, thanks for listening to our Taylor Swift breakdown once again. Let us know what you thought if we missed any little uh, Easter eggs, I guess, to the songs. Um, I yes. think we should wrap up this podcast by quickly naming the top four. Oh, I don't know. Never mind. Maybe this is a bad idea. I was going to say our top four Taylor albums. What? I can't Each. think. I need to, I need a fucking notebook. I, I need a I know. <laughs> Minor, I don't Speak need, Now, yeah. Red, Folklore. 1989. For me, Speak Now, 
That fearless, I fucking love fearless. I so. think reputation, and then, um, and then, wait, speak now. Nineteen eighty nine, red, and yeah, and reputation. So it's like those consecutive ones. Do yeah. do 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 do. Mine is, and this is such an unpopular opinion. And I'm not saying it's her best lover, because the half of lover that I love is I like I love so much. You I agree lover, with you. Yeah. yeah. Lover reputation speak now. I would say red, but midnight's is like really is really okay. vibe. I could see so. midnight's and red being. I don't know. Red yeah. is just such a. I know. I don't know, guys. This is really hard, but I just know yeah. 1989. Um, red, and wait, what album was Clean on? 1989. That was 1989. Oh, okay. Uh, 1989. Red. I almost want to say this one and speak now. Okay. Thank you all. Love Thank it. All right. Okay. Fantastic. Yay. 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 Oscar, Oscar, we love you. We love Taylor. It's a pleasure always. Thank you for having Thank me. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Miss you. Bye. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye. I don't get it. Podcast.